Welcome back, folks. It has been a minute. I've been sick. Brock's been busy. People's, we're not booting you from the show. We just don't know how to get three people on it with this new equipment just yet. So hold on, especially after going 0-4 on your picks for the weekend. Hey, we'll call it a timeout. We'll just say you're in timeout for now. I went 4-0. Brock went 3-1. and We'll give a little recap on that. I'm Royce Moore, and this is More BS. Brock, what is up, man? Crazy, uh, crazy little weekend of sports. How have you been? Oh man, been good, been good. I'm just glad to be back. It's just been, uh, it's been crazy trying to get the schedules together, but I've been missing that. I'm excited. Yeah, it has, it has been, has been crazy. I mean, the Texans are on a, they're streaking. They are in first place in their division. Actually, we're hoping probably to get some help from the Cowboys on uh, Monday night. Uh, didn't happen. Turns out the Cowboys still bad at football. Um, and I don't think the Cowboys themselves are bad at football. I think their coaches are bad at coaching football. What do you think? I, I, I think there's a lot of problems, but I don't know. I'm... I'm one that I believe that it's from the top down. You know, I don't, I honestly, all of this stuff, you know, the play on the field, that's fine. The, you know, the draft pick for, for picking Amari Cooper, that's fine. Sticking with Jason Garrett. It all, it all comes back to me to Jerry Jones. And we're the only football team in the league, to my understanding, that operates this way, where the owner has his hands literally and everything, and I heard it on the morning sports radios this morning, like how, um, yeah, it might be Jason Garrett's fault because he's on the field, but how emasculating that must be to be the head coach of a football team and know you have not one lick of control over anything that goes on. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, he's he's uh, he's given up a little bit to Steven, uh, his son, but yeah, he still hasn't, he still hasn't exactly fully let go of the reins. I still and as much as he does what Jerry does, I don't think it's man, as much as I hate to say this, I don't think it's Jerry this time. I mean, it is by him not by them firing the offensive line coach. That was not that was not the answer to the problems. I mean, we have a, a rookie playing left guard. We have uh, well, we don't have our center playing right now who makes all the uh, play calls and the blocking schemes and stuff like that that's a huge piece to me missing on a line and to say that it was the offensive line coach is just dumb it's 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 the play calls because you see our first drives look good which if you, i don't know if you know this brock but as offensive coordinators they scheme out their whole first drive like almost play for play everything is already known what's going to be called and I feel like the Cowboys always come out looking good. And then their second drive, he's like, oh, man, I probably should have scripted that again. But you but you don't do that. You're supposed to be able to just continue coaching that way. And that's what makes a, good, a great coach from just a regular coach. But the Texans, 
when uh, Fuller went down, they did awesome. They went out and got Demarius Thomas, which, I mean, he stepped right into the role and um, it turned right around and had to play the team he just came from, which is pretty crazy. Right. And but they welcomed right. they welcomed him pretty good too. If, as far as mm-hmm. I saw, they had a good like big old banner up for him. It was like welcome to Marius. Thanks for all the stuff you've done for us. So it wasn't. Seems like they never left. Uh, on he didn't leave on bad terms or anything like that. So that's right. good. It, I, I seem to remember seeing something on his social media that was like a, maybe a small little note or something that was like Denver. You know I love you. You know this place is home. Thank you for the memories and everything. I appreciate it, kind of thing. Like on his way out the door. So. I was like seeing, yeah, you know, when and you know, as much as I don't care for the moves that he's made on the NBA side, I feel like LeBron has always kind of been that way. He's always kind of said the "Hey, thank you" on his way out the door before he moves to his next city, kind of thing, and that's just a class move, in th- my opinion. Whether you mean it or not, I think Cleveland I, might I, disagree I, with I, you the first time. Uh, <laughs> I said I think Cleveland and, might disagree with you that first time. First time, yeah, first time. Well, but see, if you really look back at all that kind of stuff, he did what he did, and it was all the hype going to Miami, but he never trashed Cleveland. He never really destroyed them. They burning his jerseys and tearing down posters, and still, after that, it was like, no, Akron, you know, Cleveland is my home. I love that place. I love those people, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I like seeing when when a player ties himself to a community like that. Well, yeah, I mean, he definitely loves the land. Uh, a lot. I mean, he went straight back there as soon as he was done. Uh, but man, the Texans—they look good. They're Jadavian Clowney's coming out to play. JJ Watts just continuing to be JJ Watt. I mean, they look—they look so good playing next to each other. Um, mm-hmm. That man. I, I just and then the Cowboys. On the other hand, I don't know which team comes out to play. You get the. You get the Cowboys that played against the Giants and the Jaguars, and then you get the Cowboys like you had uh, Monday night, which they just seems like they just constantly shoot themselves in the foot. But it is what it is. Um, Brock, you had a pretty uh, decent weekend on uh, the pick yo foe. Only only I one did. L. I did. I went uh, I went three of one on mine. Unfortunately. Uh... Unfortunately, that wasn't it for Peebles. Um, yeah. I, well, what I want to no, do... No, we'll with, hit Brian real quick. Dude, I was, what I want to do with these pick your foes is um, I want to always find whoever gets the bad beat. And I was looking through these, and it didn't seem like anybody got any bad beats. Uh, just Peebles just got his lunch taken from him all weekend. A fat, a fat hey, 0 this, for 4. He's not a... He's not an individual bad beat. He's just uh, he's a, he's a bad week. He just bad had bad beat. picks. Not a bad not bad beats. Bad picks. Just bad picks. Poor coaching. Poor coaching. You need to fire your GM. Which? <laughs> oh man, that was just. And um, whenever you bring a wife. And uh, kids onto a, a what's it called a talk show or whatever prior to the game they had Drew Brees' wife and kids on there talking. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Saints are gonna win. <laughs> yeah, I I thought I thought that was pretty funny to have seen to have seen that. Um, what else we got uh, football wise, man? 
Well, um, did I blank there for a minute? Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Um, do you, is he going to show this week or what? You know, no, I don't think so. I I think he, I think he is pretty much. If you're asking an opinion, because obviously nobody really knows anything solid yet, but Brock, I if don't you actually knew that answer, we we need to be doing a much larger show than this. If you actually know the answer to that, that means you have a very good right, source. Yeah, we would we would be very well connected people, absolutely. You know, but no, what it seems to me is that he's gonna he's holding out, and you know, and he's gonna hold out. And what's a real big tick here for him, where I feel like it kind of backfired, is that. The Steelers don't feel like they need him anymore. With I forget his first name. Is it James? James Connors? Yeah. Their new rookie running back. Yeah. That or their their new running back. I don't know if he's a rookie or not. Um, but it, it's it's almost like you know Tomlin and the rest of the Steelers are like, dude, we're not even worried about him. He's not even Le'Veon Bell is not on our radar. We have a running back. He's killing it. We're doing fine. Let him stay at home if he wants to stay at home, kind of thing. Yeah. And I I don't think Le'Veon is in Pittsburgh come the end of the season. Yeah. Well, I think doesn't he have to show by Tuesday? Not not uh, today as we're recording this Tuesday, but I think next Tuesday if he doesn't show, he can't show at all. So he just has. Yeah, and he's already lost out on something like seven, eight million dollars by not showing I up think so I far. Saw, yeah, I think I saw seven, seven point seven uh, million was what he's was what he's passed on. Which, you know, I'm I'm all good with people bringing that up because it is a huge thing that he forwent. But you know, people like um, I can't remember what show it was, but they make it sound like. Like, he had this money taken from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not getting it. It was his money. And no, like, then you don't need to be in the conversation because you don't understand the contract. You don't understand that he was contractually obligated to provide a service for that money. And he hasn't provided it. So they're not paying him. That's all that it is. You know, it is unfortunate that he's... And obviously, look, you or I live on a different plane of existence where we look at $7.7 million and we go, that's life changing. And I'm not saying it's chump change for him, but he's got, I'm sure. Whenever you can just, whenever you can just be like, nah, I don't need to grab a mil. I mean, that's a million a week just about. Right. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's pretty hard to, that's pretty hard to just walk away from. I don't care how many millions you have to walk away from another. I mean, okay, when you're walking down the street, do you just walk past a dollar bill on the on the ground or even a, a quarter? Do you just walk past it? Still, that's still well, it's slightly chump change to you and me. A dollar and a quarter, it's slightly chump change. Yet you still bend over and you pick up that walked yeah. on quarter. I mean, an economist would say, "Make all the money you can today." Yeah, make all yeah, make all the money you can because you're not going to be here that long. But that was part of the reason he sat out. He thought he was worth more than what they were uh, willing to offer him, and said, "I'll show you." you know, maybe, maybe he's got some grand scheme where he's already been talking to another team or something like that, and it's almost like a like a and I don't know, maybe I'm not comparing it right, but like a Kawhi Leonard situation where it's like, "Look, I'm not going to risk 
coming back in and catching injury on the back half of the season that I already know I'm out the door. Like, I'm already on, you know, to another team. And so I'm just going to sit out, and I'm not going to risk hurting myself when I know I am going to go catch a big paycheck from somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, man. They were talking the other day about teams that were flying under the radar, and uh, the Los Angeles Chargers are definitely a team that's flying under the radar. But I can't remember what show they were talking about. Um, somebody brought it up. He goes, well, how about San Diego? He said, I'm sorry, what'd you say? What about San Diego? They're flying under the radar. He's like, yeah, San Diego, they sure are flying under the radar. And I'm, it was on, it was a show on ESPN. I'm like, you're the worldwide leader in sports, and you've just said San Diego four times in less than a minute, and it's Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> like, if, if, if me as just a watcher of sports can get it right you being a studious supposed to be a studious person of of this type of craft and this type of knowledge and they're on they're on a main show too i just thought it was extremely hilarious that they uh, they, of that how did you feel or did you see the uh matt patricia segment where i guess one of the reporters was asking him a question and he was like hey don't slouch like, don't talk to me, like, sitting all down like that. Sit up. Act like a professional. That is I the mean, greatest. Oh, that is... I did not. That is so yeah. great. Heck yeah. Hey. It was, hey. It was pretty funny to watch. you straighten up while you're talking to me? I, I mean, you can see me on podium. He's, you know, he's got, you know, how he's dressed just after the game. He's still got his sweatshirt and his hat with his pencil in his ear. Like, yo, he's the... And this guy, I don't even hear the question that was asked, but he's just like, "Hey, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, sit up, sit up when you're talking to me." That was a that was a that was a six or seven question at best. I only take questions of eight or higher. Eight or higher. Get on your game, sir. Oh man, is your, are your buttons not lined up with your pants seams? I don't think so. I can't speak to you. Hey, that's like, I mean, you had to have had that happen multiple times in the in the military. Like, somebody asked a question and somebody higher ranks than them was like, look at what the frick you're wearing. Like, don't you, yeah, yeah. I, did I do the hand signal right? It ha, It's yeah. the full yeah, four finger hand. point. Five, right, but, yeah. the, it's the full five finger point. You don't just... <laughs> throw it out. You throwing wait, out five fingers at you, so I, you know that I you mean wait all of you. Chewing where you get both of them. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. It's 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 the two oh. finger point, or it's the all five finger. It's this, yeah, but it's this one right here. Oh, the two fingers. Oh, <laughs> man, showing you how small you are. I see that. I see uh-huh. that. I love it. Um, that's too funny. And then my favorite one was when they used to uh, come up and bump you with the brim of their hat, but they're not allowed oh. to do that anymore. Yeah, I'm surprised that lasted that long in San Diego, over in Cali. I know, right? I'm surprised y'all had they haven't moved that. I guess that's a lot to move, but well, and they like it's it's really the the location. They like being on the coasts. Okay. Well, and I don't know. Feel like they could, guys could get a little tougher, not being just in the sunshine all the all all the time. Yeah, this is me, not a military guy, saying that the Marines could be tougher. By the way, 
love it, man. Didn't I even join it. the Coast Guard, let alone. <laughs> Didn't even join the Coast Guard. Aren't there Coast Guard hey, reserves? Man. Like, that's got to be one of the greatest jobs ever. It's got to be just like... Like, I'm in the Coast Guard Reserve. It's like, isn't that just like the regular Coast Guard? Uh-oh. Sadie's going off in the background there. Yeah, she is. Sorry about that. It's all good, man. It happens. Well, you want to get to a segment called Weird News. Weird News. Weird News. I have been missing weird news. All right. Headline number one. Drunk man at Breeders' Cup tried to ride horse onto Churchill Downs track, cops say. <laughs> American Airlines baggage handler falls asleep in belly of plane, gets trapped during flight. <laughs> That's hilarious. Stolen inflatable colon... Found in vacant home, Kansas City police say. <laughs> All right, I think we got a winner. Stolen colon. <laughs> the stole. All right, so now that we have a title of this episode <laughs> already, <laughs> Brock with Sometimes the quickest title name up, ever. Stolen colon. Kansas City, here we come. Oh, this is great. Let me hear that story. All right, you ready? A giant inflatable colon that was stolen from the University of Kansas Cancer Center nearly two weeks ago has been found, police said. The giant inflatable pilfered intestine, did I say that correct? Yes, you did. Uh Uh-oh. We got a... um, an ad popping up here for Panic at the Disco. I'm good, man. I didn't even know they were still a band. Alrighty. So it says that that uh, was recovered from a house in Kansas City, Missouri, after investigators followed up on a tip. The Kansas City Police Department <laughs> tweeted on Monday that nobody has taken that nobody has been taken into custody yet, noting their investigation into the theft is still ongoing. Then they decided to send a tweet out saying that they found it. So, oh man, you're not the first. They've already, they've already marked. Somebody's already marked it the stolen colon, and it's in, yeah, it's in quotation marks. They even have a hashtag for it. Hashtag stolen colon. Oh, well, okay. Then at least do the hashtag stolen colon as our title. Okay, I'll do that. We'll do that. All right, so the stolen colon weighing weighing 150 pounds and costing more than $4,000 was poached from the bed of a parked pickup truck in a Kansas City neighborhood on October 18th. It was supposed to be displayed at a breast cancer 5K on October the 20th. On Saturday, the American Society of Gastroenterology, oh, dude, I felt like I did really good there, offered a $1,000 reward (laughs) to anyone who came forward with information regarding the missing colon. (laughs) Like, I just also imagine them going around like a missing dog, just putting up flyers, like, anybody seen my colon? 
We lost a colon. I think about that. Uh, when was the last time you've seen Patch Adams? Yes. Come on in, guys. <laughs> it's nice and roomy. Or whatever he says. It's a little moist. <laughs> oh, that's so great. I thought that I thought of that exactly. Because that's exactly what it is. I mean, they were going to use it as a 5K. It's a huge... It's like those uh, inflatable things that they have for, for high schools that run through. But this thing is disgusting. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's got actual bumps on the inside of this colon. And it's like, like there's... They were literally going to be running through this colon. Yes. But why is it a... It's, they were going to use it on a, a breast cancer run. That makes zero sense. Like, hey... Well, a colon cancer. I, okay, yes, they're both cancer. Then, then we're just going to throw them all in together. But no, this is for a, this is a breast cancer run. Get your ass somewhere else. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was so bad. That was so bad. Oh, very good though. Uh, all right, I'll finish up this, and we'll we'll keep talking about the hashtag stolen colon. The inflatable colon is often used as an educational tool by medical center staff. Bullcrap. This thing is ginormous. They're not like walking inside of this thing. All right, well, right? see, this is the inner walls of the colon. Like, yeah, no, this is a giant toy that somebody bought for for walking, like for Patch Adams type purposes, basically. Right. So the fundraiser organized by the oh, they were actually okay. This makes more sense. They decided to put this all the way at the end. The org, the fundraiser, fundraiser, fundraiser was organized by the colon cancer coalition the old triple c you know that i added that part in they didn't to buy a new colon what organized to buy a new colon raised over eleven thousand dollars oh this is a different thing that they're talking about whatever so they had done a whole different fundraiser just to be able to buy a new stolen colon you know they spent What'd you say it was four thousand dollars on a blow up colon? Yeah. Could they not have like? They raised eleven thousand dollars to buy another one. I mean, but couldn't you have like gotten? Can you build a real colon and give it to somebody for that? Like, instead of wasting money on giant blow up toys, can we use the money to actually help the people? I feel like this is at uh, so it's at Kansas. Maybe their computers aren't as high tech as everywhere else. Well, I guess it's in Missouri. Right. Uh, not 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 uh, Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. So I guess it's a half a step oh, up. Okay. But uh, maybe um, maybe their computers don't allow people to see things in 3D. It's just kind of like as if you drew stick figures on a piece of paper and held it up to a computer as a computer screen. A walk through. Do what now? The only way to get to the computer lab to look at very good pictures of colons is by walking through this in giant uh, inflatable colon first. It's the only. It's the only way. Gotta get hands on. Brock, since uh, since it's been a little while, let me introduce you to another segment that we because uh, we found so many with Florida. So many uh, things with Florida going on, we decided to uh, go ahead and give it its own 
Give it its own little own segment. Uh, own segment. <clears throat> My Florida gets a segment? Yeah. Oh, but speaking of weird news and uh, Florida stuff, though, did you see the the uh, last weekend the four Jaguars that got uh, I, I did not, okay. got arrested? I didn't read a whole lot. Like I don't know the details. I just know the rumored story. And the rumored story is they bounced on like a sixty k plus bar tab. <laughs> yeah. Have you read anything else on it? I did. So I. I was thinking, like, man, that's kind of a cruddy move to just have. I mean, you got a lot of money, and then you rack up a bar tab of sixty-four thousand dollars. That's not just like that is that is very difficult to do. Right, sixty-four. We're not geez. talking like. I can understand five thousand dollar, like a five thousand dollar night, like that's still even crazy. But this is Saturday night, maybe Friday night before the game. And you're out busting 64 G's down. Woo! Yikes. I mean. And I don't know. Here's hey, you deal. know who was the. I don't know of a bar tab or a, or a, a establishment in the world that, unless you were a recognizable NFL player, would allow you to run up a $64,000 bar tab without showing that you can pay for it first. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not something that's not a, I feel like it's a courtesy that was extended to them by this bar going, Hey, we know you're professional athletes. We know you can do it. We'll just start. We'll start the bill and we'll take care of it at the end. You know, we don't want to interrupt your night kind of thing, but you're not, most places are going to be like, Oh, you want that $5,000 bottle of wine on the shelf? Where's I need a credit card to hold on to, you know, like, Well, yeah, I also think that this could have been a um, a rookie dinner gone wrong. So I know exactly these, what you're talking about, right? Yeah. So they think so. All the guys on this team is like instead of doing a rookie dinner during uh, preseason or during camps or OTAs and stuff like that, they're like, you know what, we got a game in London. Let's just wait till then. And uh, do it, and and then maybe uh, maybe the rookies knew that it was going to be then. Maybe they didn't. Most likely they didn't. They usually don't know when it's gonna when it comes. Mm-hmm. But they they probably thought like, hey, we got off easy. We didn't have to do. Nobody did a rookie dinner on us. And then they go to London, and then everybody they look around. These rookies are looking around like, hey, where is every? Oh man. Hey, we should probably try and get out of here because I'm not paying for this sixty-four thousand dollars. I'm I'm running on minimum right now. I barely made this team, let alone let alone gonna make this bar tab. But yeah, yeah. I, uh, sorry, when we're we're, we're segueing to Florida, and I had to, uh, that I thought about that, and I was like, oh, and Barry Church was it the is. head of all that, man. It, it, so it's just a funny story, you know. And then I mean, it is a funny story, but there's air to it. Like, um, there's an air to it that's like, dude, I, I mean, over here, I don't know. It's the fact that it was in London to me upsets me a little bit more about it. It's like, dude, you guys are over there literally for the purpose of trying to spread this game and have people want to come and watch us play American style football in their soccer what? stadiums. And you, and you're just, you're being a bad ambassador. Oh, first off, those fields are awful. Right? They just look so yeah. bad. Uh, they look well, like they were like overwatered every single time. 
and, and maybe. Most of those are all still real grass. Most of them don't do the turf, from what I understand. Right, but you still got, like, Chicago. I, th- I don't think they're turf. You got, I mean, there's a bunch of fields out there, There's and there's a bunch of college fields out there that but are I grass. I don't know also, too, if it was, I mean, it still serves that the field is trash, but I don't yeah. know if that was, I don't think it's a dome, and I think it rained. Yeah, you know, but like you need to have a better drainage system then, because we have golf courses that take that that can drain, you know, faster. And all you have is a tiny enclosed stadium. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously not tiny. I don't like that, but on acreage on land, you know, if we can figure it out for something large like that, we should be able to figure out how to drain a fishbowl. You know. Yeah. All right, so we'll segue that into uh, <clears throat> WTF. What the Florida? <laughs> so I don't know if you ever heard of this guy there's a man he's a security officer um, he records himself it's just a video of his face and then all of a sudden you just hear that's just what he does he just records videos of himself just face on of him farting he's, a, he's called <laughs> He's he's called his pseudonym is Paul Flart. Paul Flart, yeah. no. Yes. So known by the so he's been doing this for a while. Um I think it it really went viral this year. I've seen a few videos of him. It's it is the dumbest laughter you could have. Of course, I think farts are funny always. So I don't don't want to be alive the day that they're not, to be honest. So I'm gonna read you this. I don't want to read the. Um, I'll read you the headline. So, security officer fired for uploading his farts to Instagram. So he went viral, but he also got fired for it. He also lost his job for it. <laughs> Known by the pseudonym Paul Flart. A security guard in a Florida hospital saw a video of his farts go viral in 2018. Flart, real name Doug, last name unknown, spent much of his job sitting in the lobby, which he noticed had good acoustics. <laughs> this inspired This inspired him to create an Instagram account to document his farts for about six months after someone uploaded a compilation of his Paul Flart's farts to YouTube, the video went viral. By the way, I said that right. Paul Flart's farts. Paul Flart's farts, yes. Unfortunately, Paul Flart's boss was less than amused and fired him for his actions. Flart live-streamed his firing on Instagram. <laughs> No. <laughs> he, he, uh, he wasn't fired for the fart videos exactly. Of course, you can't. You can't fire him for that. I mean, right? You gotta have other. You gotta have other reasons. Uh, the issue was he uploaded content on a client's property while wearing his uh, official uniform. How oh, they had to find some type of loophole, right? Yeah, to get, they to get him for that one. Yeah. 
Despite the setback, Flart is optimistic about his future. Yeah, no joke, dude. Just keep uploading farts. You're going to make it. Like, right? You'll be good. You'll be back in in a minute, man. You I will be laughing. Yeah, you'll be making more money than the guy who owned the building that you were a security officer at. Right. Of course. And then he says, goes on to say, uh, he plans to keep making the videos of his... Uh, of him using his pseudonym, and hopefully the gimmick could uh, turn into a sustainable social media career. I don't, I don't see how it couldn't. Farts <laughs> all day. The fart guy. Yeah, I mean, farts I mean, all day long. T-shirts and hats. Like I would totally wear a Paul Flart hat. Yeah, Paul Flart hat. Yes, Paul Flart. The security fart. Paul Flart's security fart. <laughs> Dude, you could make a spoof. We could make a spoof uh, Paul Blart movie on Paul Flart, and he always, like, the movie always ends bad. We could do short videos. It always ends bad because he always uh-huh. gets found because he passes gas right when he's about to, like, kill the person or, or get them uh, arrested or, or something like that. And then they're going to be like, he's going to be like, and they're gonna be like, boom, and he dies. Like that's like a, yeah. It's not gonna. We're not gonna have the like how bad men sit there and talk about him. All right. I'm going no. to gently pull on this trigger, and it's going to come out of this gun ever so quickly at so many feet per second. And oh, wait, you yeah. shot. You shot me. me. You shot me. <laughs> no, it's not gonna be like that. It's gonna be. Fart, shoot, movie over. Movie's over. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Fart, shoot, movie over. You like it? You in? I'm in. I like it. Did you see Kyrie Irving being a big old baby? It's what it felt like to me. I did see that. (laughs) I mean, guess what was the final score of that game? I saw him get upset about it. It wasn't even a One, blowout. One fifteen, one oh seven. They were talking about it being a blowout. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I, it, 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 if I'm a young guy, I'm sitting at forty eight. Yeah, it's a career high. When you when it, I mean, it may take me a long time to get back to this. I don't know what his stats are or anything like that, or what his points per game are. But what if you don't ever get back into even the forties again? I want to be able to say I hit fifty. Right. And like you said, I mean, okay, so final score was 115 to 107, and the shot in question was a last-second three-pointer from Jamal Murray. So it was 112 to 107. They were up by five points. Which oh, I thought he missed. Blowout. No, I thought he missed the shot. I don't think he made the shot. Uh, I don't know. But either way, I, whether he missed it or whether he made it, like... Yeah, I think he did miss it. It doesn't matter. Just, dude... Irie, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie, get over yourself, man. First you thought the world so was flat, and then you backtrack on that. Now you're upset because somebody's trying to get to 5-0. Get, get over here's, yourself, man. Here's his statement. He said, you just don't play basketball like that. There's a tradition and a respect within the league as well as in any basketball game. Obviously, you've won the game. You have it sealed. You've had a great game, a game of your life. And then you do something like that, it's just petty and immature. We'll see him again, though. That's Kyrie Irving's response 
to Jamal Murray attempting the shot. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I just think just let a young kid be a young kid. I, I think this is how everything was happening in baseball too. These all these bat flips and stuff like that started, and all these old guys like that's not how you play. That's not how you play baseball. Yeah. And but right. now I, like I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch baseball any other way. I want every time somebody hits a home run, I want you to pimp that thing out like always. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. There's just so many babies Murray in says- basketball. Yeah, Murray says there wasn't any disrespect. He goes, he basically, he's like, I got caught up in the moment. Yeah, I think you see your, you see your, you know, you're at 48. You're like, man, 50 would be freaking cool. Like, there's not, I mean, there's not many names out there with 50. So, if I get my name at 50 at, uh, at the age I'm at, that's pretty freaking good. That's saying something. I was like the other day I was watching in, uh, Westbrook complaining about he lost a ball on a dribble and they were playing the Clippers and Patrick Beverly, who I freaking love to death. That dude is a grinder on the basketball court and the way he plays defense is just in your, it's the way I hate people playing defense against me and he's all in your face defense. So Westbrook loses his dribble or something like that. And um, he turns backwards to go back after the ball and, Beverly's already diving at the ball. Well, where Beverly's diving at the ball happens to be where Westbrook's knees are. And Westbrook is just complaining. You're coming at my knees, blah, 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 blah. Like, to the point of, like, they brought security, the police, like, not security, but police officers onto the court to, like, stand in between them for a little while. Dude, I'm just going at the ball. I'm sorry. Like, you know how Patrick Beverly plays. I don't, I don't, it's not, this is not news to you. It's not new. It feels like there's, and I'm going to say this delicately because I'm not a professional athlete and I don't know the constraints that they go through, but it feels like there's a whole lot of crying going on right now. Yeah. There's a whole lot of, I'm the victim of whatever this situation is rather than, dude, we're professional athletes and we play ball hard. Right. Well, I, and I, I feel like basketball players of all professional sports really don't have the like they don't have a podium to be able to stand on to do that. And I only say that because right. of the preliminary stuff that you have to go through compared basketball compared to other sports. Like basketball, most of those guys one, two years in college and they're out of there. Football, you gotta be there longer. Baseball, you definitely have to be there longer. I mean, with baseball, yeah, you're if you get drafted out of high school, you still got to go minors. Like you're still sitting, like you're still not playing, mm-hmm. like you're still not making money. Not like the not like basketball players, right out like most of them right out the gate. But I don't know, it just is what it is. I'm just tired of hearing hearing a lot of these guys complain, and it's just like a woe me. I th- I mean, I think. In Kyrie Irving's thing to go back to the, the him and Murray stuff is just yeah he's probably upset that he lost the game and then it's he's thinking he's just thinking so much about himself that Murray is shooting this shot to get at me or maybe he even was thinking right. just to get at our team and it wasn't even to get at our team it was him being selfish also being like I want yeah. 50 48 wasn't good enough but I want 50 
Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. It was uh it was a crazy, it was a crazy weekend. Um, it was. It was. It was a good weekend of football and good weekend of sports in general. Sad baseball's over, but. Yeah, how about, uh, first off, congrats to the Red Sox, and then how about the Los Angeles Dodgers two years in a row having to watch somebody win the World Series on your field? <laughs> oh, that's rough. That's so rough. That's, oh, it's got to hurt. Oh, man. Oh, there was something the other day, I can't remember who tweeted it. I don't know if it was just some random fan or something for the Rangers. Basically summing up saying that getting to the World Series back-to-back years is higher or better than winning one World Series. Just kind of like a shot yeah, at the Astros. Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense in any way, shape, or form in any universe whatsoever. Your math is wrong there, whoever Rangers fan you are. Yeah, sorry. South Oklahoma Rangers, get out of here. Right, and by that logic, who is it? Who who never won an NFL? Was it Marino? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? Eli Eli's, Eli's better than Dan. Eli's better than Dan Marino. Right, and his yeah. brother. Eli's better than Dan Marino. And his brother. <laughs> oh, it's so great! All right, we're gonna wrap this up with a uh, a little bit of uh, a couple of questions I got for you, Brock. Uh. Thanksgiving, Okey-dokey. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Mm-hmm. Which one do you like better? Um, food, Thanksgiving, family time, Christmas. Okay, um, I feel like the foods are usually, I don't know, our family being so big, the food's pretty equal Christmas to uh, Thanksgiving. I think I go Thanksgiving. Because it's a little less stressful. I think you're just you're at one place, one day, deuces. Maybe two days at the max. I don't know. Christmas, it's a it's a hassle. You gotta like call, make sure everybody's doing what. Where are we opening presents? Whose house are we eating at? Blah 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 blah. blah. Are we opening all of our families? Are we just doing our general families? Are we doing a white elephant thing too? Thanksgiving, just like bring your sweatpants and a spoon. Come on. And we're watching football. And, and there's football on TV. Oh, and but this year, what else is on after Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving? Tiger versus Phil. Dude, as, as much as I still think it's going to be pretty anticlimactic, I'm going to talk Linda into letting me spend $20 to watch it. Or I'm going to talk somebody else into spending the $20 to watch it. Yeah, it's twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks on Bleacher Report Live. Um, I, I'm assuming I haven't read too much into it. I'm assuming that they're gonna have them mic'd up. That's the only way that this doesn't become a major flop. Okay, are you gonna be at your parents for Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't know where we are for Thanksgiving this year. I'll have to. I'll have to let you know. If we're doing it that way, then I'll just split it with you ten ten, and we'll figure yeah, yeah. it out. I'm going to be down there at your parents for Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, I don't, I can't remember what we do for Thanksgiving, but uh, but I'll but, but I'll let you know. Regardless, I'll be watching it. I don't know whether that'll be with you or with somebody else. <clears throat> well, man. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. 
Um, oh, one more thing. Christmas decorations prior to Thanksgiving. Oh. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't I can't do it. Like one holiday at a time, please. One I don't even holiday mind if, at a time. Wait till Black Friday. It doesn't have to be December. Just wait till Black Friday. I I, I understand right. that people probably or maybe why don't you wait till like the week of Thanksgiving? Yeah, you see, just, I still, like it doesn't make sense to me. Like the whole point of all of these decorations and stuff was for this day and we right. taken them out and we've changed them to the next holiday before we even had this holiday yet it's, like it's, that doesn't it's like they do with the specialty beers like the the christmas beers are all sold out by thanksgiving gosh darn yep. it wasn't ready to have a christmas beer wanna, yet i don't want to drink your christmas beer on thanksgiving i want to drink it on christmas right i want i wanted a harvest beer on thanksgiving and i want a christmas beer on christmas so does this mean and maybe I need to get off my lazy butt and get them earlier in advance. I don't think so, Tim. I think you need to change your ways, not me. I should never have to change my ways. <laughs> and with that, Back. that was episode eight of More BS. I'm Royce Moore at Royce the One on anything and everything. Go give me a follow. That's Brock at Brock Farias. We know it. We love it. That more BS. Love you guys. Bye.